Welcome to the P's and Q's podcast. I'm your host, Quinae Foray, and I'm living my best life. And I want to help you live your best life. In this podcast, we'll be talking all things spirituality, health, wealth, and love. Whether you're facing a difficult situation, pursuing a big dream, or simply looking for a bit of inspiration and guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Today, we have a very, very special guest in the studio. I'm excited and so honored to have him here today. He is the Chief Excitement Officer for (laughs) Wet Travel and the founder and owner of Groove Cruise, which you guys know I love Groove Cruise, and Wet Foundation as well. His name is Jason Bukema. Thanks for having me, Kune. Appreciate it. I am so excited to have you here. And I learned that wet, wet travel, wet mm-hmm. foundation, wet means excited. It means in the dictionary to excite. And it's spelled W-H-E-T and oh. it means to excite or to stimulate. To excite. Like wet your appetite. That's the only sentence you'll ever hear it in. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I have used that so many times and never You've even You've been spelling it wrong the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so See? much. And before we get into today's episode, which you guys are definitely going to want to hear this, we have to do our fun facts. So I'm going to start with my fun facts. Okay. And you guys know how much I love fashion and... <laughs> expressing myself through clothing and color. What you may not know is that I actually have a bachelor's degree in fashion design. I was going to school studying. Yeah, I was studying to be an accountant because <laughs> that's so in alignment They're with perfect, my personality. Yeah, perfectly aligned, yeah. Totally. And I realized that that was never going to be me. And I was modeling mm-hmm. at the time in college, and I spent most of my time backstage with the lady making the clothes. And when I was younger, I used to cut up my mom's pillows and make Barbie clothes, and it just all flooded in. And I talked to my grandma, and I was like, I really need to do this for me. And she supported me, and my parents supported me, and yeah. No longer an accountant. Not an accountant. (laughs) Thank God. Jeez. (laughs) What about you? Fun fact, Jason. Uh, My last name is Dutch, and I just learned a couple of years ago, maybe three or four years ago, that I've been saying it wrong my entire life. Oh, really? (laughs) So how should it be pronounced? So it's pronounced Bokuma. 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 Which is instead of Bukuma, which is the way I've been saying it forever. Forever. And it's like a word that we don't have in the English language, or a sound. It's O. Oh, 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 really? <laughs> oh. That's a fun fact for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your energy. You are such a warm, heart-centered person. And I love mm-hmm. that you're able to infuse your mission with your profession mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Tell us your origin, Jason. I want you to start at the transition between the things that you were doing to make money and to mm-hmm. live, and when you came up with a vision to expand into what truly aligned with your soul. Sure. So I'll do the Cliff Notes version. So I have a degree yeah. in entrepreneurship from Central Michigan University. Mm-hmm. I was going to be a doctor. I was about to take the MCAT to go to medical school, got a degree in entrepreneurship. There's a whole story behind that. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I had a business in college, and my dream was to never work for anyone my entire life. Yeah. That didn't work. I got in a bunch of debt and um, ended up having to move to Atlanta and ended up having to take a job. And I got a job at Georgia Pacific, Mm. which is a big Fortune 100 company in Atlanta. And I sold 
fiberglass insulation. And at nights and weekends, I sold timeshares for Radisson Vacation Villas. And I hated both of them. And it was miserable. But it helped me to uh, get on my feet financially. And they would pay for school. And I didn't want to go back to school. um, But I talked to my boss into letting... Uh, letting me get a personal coach. So I got a Franklin Covey personal coach. Oh. And during that process, he basically said, find something you love to do and find a way to get paid to do it. And if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So I was like, what do I love to do? Well, I love to go on vacations. So I have to figure out a way to get paid to go on vacations. (laughs) So I found this school in San Francisco called the International Tour Management Institute. So I asked my job if I could have two weeks off for personal reasons, and I only had a week of vacation, and that's how it works Mm -hmm. in our country. Mm -hmm. And um, so I flew out there, took the course, came back, it got fired, and then I was in the travel industry. (laughs) (laughs) And then... um, Long story short, I used to take groups of people on motor coach tours around North America. So I used to move between Atlanta, L.A., and Seattle during different tours. And my specialty was Alaska, the Canadian Rockies, and I did historic America tours on the East Coast and National Parks tours out West. Wow. And then as a fun thing, all my friends were like, you know, put a trip together and we'll go. And I was like, well, I don't want to put my friends on a bus. But uh, Cruises are kind of cool. And I remember being on a cruise with my parents, and I think it was like 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night, and I was with my brother, and we were in the nightclub, and the DJ was taking requests, and they had little pieces of paper on the tables, (laughs) and you'd fill out a piece of paper with, like, what song you wanted the DJ to play. And so they'd play, like, a country song, and then they'd play a rap song, and then they'd play, like... An EDM song, and I remember they were playing Red Red Wine. <laughs> and I'm just like, who plays Red Red Wine like in a nightclub? And then they played like YMCA and Macarena and like all this stuff, and I'm just pulling my hair out. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is just ridiculous. And um, I just had this vision of what it would be like to have the entire cruise ship and really good music. And um, that kind of spawned the, the idea of, um, yeah, getting everybody on a cruise ship and That was the dream and the vision. Wow. And that's a big dream and a huge vision. Yes, it is. It is. So the smallest cruise ships, my original business plan was to charter a cruise ship with 2,000 people. That's like the smallest mass market cruise ships. Wow. So when I started it, I had no money. I had no resources. I didn't know one person in the cruise industry. Mm. I didn't know one artist or DJ or anything. Mm. And so I created uh, Groove Cruise in 2004. We have the 20-year anniversary coming up in January. Oh, yeah. Who's headlining that one? Mm, Tiesto, Diplo, John Summit. Oh. Like 80 artists. Oh, wow. (laughs) 11 stages, 24-7 music. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's, uh, it's pretty wild, like, where I started 20 years ago, literally knowing nothing and not having a dollar to my name. And my dad's a teacher, my mom's a secretary, and just having this vision of what it would be like to charter a cruise ship. And now, in a few months, chartering, like, a ship that cost almost a billion dollars is pretty wild. It's pretty it's wild. It's hard to comprehend. And it's sold out. <laughs> and it's sold out, yeah. Yeah. And you guys know. Yeah, almost 5,000 people. Wow. I went on my first group cruise Mm -hmm. earlier in 2023, January, and I had the most incredible experience 
of my life. Everybody on my IG was like, where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit. Every day, the themes, the outfits, the music, the people I made friends that will be my friends for life. Yeah. There's so much connection that's mm-hmm. made there. So many heart-centered people. I called it like a magic wonderland of like <laughs> magical creatures skipping around. I was just, I just skipped around that thing. Yeah. In pure bliss the entire time. Everyone with open arms just... Hey, welcome. Yeah. It was my first time. Everybody just comes <laughs> in and wants to hug you and embrace you and like, wow, what a what a beautiful place that yeah. you've created Thank you. from your grand vision. <sighs> That's what it's all about. <clears throat> and you're so likable and it's very easy to embrace you. And um Thank you. Yeah, it's that's what it's all about is just the relationships and um Cruise ships are very unique. I call it forced relationships because you can't go anywhere. <laughs> right. You actually get to see people over and over again. So it's different than a, you know, nightclub or a festival or a conference or, um, or anything on land, really, because you really get to know people. Yeah. And you're sharing this bucket list once in a lifetime experience that you can only share with those people. Yeah. And you can't really explain it. It's like trying to explain what vegas is like to someone who's never been to vegas it's like you can watch all the videos and you can see all the photos and you can hear all the stories from your friends that have been there but until you go you're never gonna understand it you're never gonna get it never when you had this grand idea Mm -hmm. with this big vision feeling like okay i don't even know I don't even I don't even know the I don't even know the people in this industry like what was the first thing that you did did you have to go get money first or did you like what'd you do first no, I didn't. I just started on credit card debt, like $10,000 credit card debt. Sweet. Yeah. So that was kind of the first thing. I just contacted a friend of mine that had a travel agency <clears throat> who I had done tours with before. So I did land tours with him. He was in Ohio, this older gentleman. Mm. And so he had a travel agency. So he handled all my all my bookings the first year. Wow. Yeah. And how many people were in the first trip? 125 people. So I had a 375 person email list that I had, and then I had 125 people that went on it the first year. Wow. And your goal was to charter an entire ship in what period of time? Five years. So my business plan was to do 125, 250, 500, 1,000, 2,000. Yeah. And how long did it take? Seven years. Seven Seven years. Wow. Yeah. And you did it. Did it. And did it over and over again. So since then, we've done 28 full ship charters. So we've also done, um, so we were Norwegian and Carnival's Charter Partner of the Year. And I've also done rock and country and heavy metal and wow. yoga and salsa and Latin dance and board game cruise. And I have a dental continuing education cruise called Smiles at Sea coming up. And Nice. Yeah, lots of stuff in the works, too. Yeah, so many things popping. Gotta excite those lives. Yeah, gotta <laughs> wet them up. Exactly. <laughs> I love new phrase, this. new tagline. Yeah, wet them up. up. I got you. I like it. It's all yours. <laughs> Started right here. P's and Q's. Boom. Wet them up. Wet them up. I love that. <laughs> I like it. And as any entrepreneur knows, on that journey to vision to realization, there's yeah. a lot of bumps in the road. Was there uh-huh. a time when you felt like, oh shit? I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do this. Mm, I would say during COVID, yeah. But there was a lot of times leading up to that where, um, yeah, just I knew I knew I was onto something because I knew I was onto something in the first one. Mm-hmm. And I knew that this was my passion and this was my mission. And like from the first one, I knew it. I yeah. saw the lives that were changed. I saw the connections and mm-hmm. I knew I was onto something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, COVID was really, really tough. 
for the cruise industry and the events industry. Yes. So we were shut down for like two years. And in the beginning, I was super depressed. I basically watched my baby die mm -hmm. overnight that I had created. And um, yeah, it was rough. Not yeah. gonna lie. I was depressed. And I, I haven't really been depressed much in my life. Like that was probably the second time. And yeah. How did you overcome that? Um, one thing that I'm really grateful about is I was around my nieces. So kids during COVID, they didn't know shit. And I think they were right. three and six at the time. And I was in LA and they were such a blessing because they did not give a shit. And they were just <laughs> like running around Uncle Jason this and Uncle Jason that. And, and they just were balls of positive joy and energy. Yeah. And um, I had... I'm, I'm a member of entrepreneur organization. I've been involved for like 13 years and that was an amazing support system of other business owners and other entrepreneurs and um, other uh, entrepreneurs that are in the event space. Mm -hmm. So I really had a great support network and it felt good to know that I'm not the only one going through this and right. how are they handling it and got a lot closer with some of my competitors as well. Um, Oh, so, nice. yeah, we were all kind of bonding together. So there was a lot of good that came out of it. And I'll say that we're much, much stronger now than we were before COVID, for sure. So wow, grateful for all that. Sometimes in the darkest moments is when things... We have our opportunity to, for uh, our greatest the growth. opportunities, yeah. <clears throat> and that was one of the biggest phrases in the beginning was, if crisis becomes... Or enormous opportunity presents itself during the biggest crisis. Yes. And a lot of the biggest companies that... We know today we're all started, not all, but started during like recessions and things like that. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of businesses that we see 5, 10, 20 years from now that we're all started in the past two years, three years. Real shit. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's a, that's an inspiring yeah. journey. <laughs> I'm so grateful for you being here sharing Thank that. You. Um, and you give back so much, too. And I love that with what foundation mm -hmm. and everything you guys are doing. Can you tell us a little more? Yeah, I believe that when you give is when you're most alive. I don't know. Groove Cruise is all about just giving and over-delivering uh, and under-promising and over-delivering. And then my foundation is I've always had a charitable component to everything I've ever done since I started. Yeah. And giving back. And we work with uh, orphanages and the destinations that we go to and schools. And um, mental health is a huge focus going forward. I uh, lost my production manager to suicide. And then... Um, another neighbor committed suicide and then there was some other mental health challenges that i dealt with personally that my sister-in-law went public with as well yeah and um we all deal with mental health challenges but i don't think we know how to deal with them a lot of times yeah and i felt kind of helpless with um people around me that were obviously dealing with challenges or you know on the brink of committing suicide which is horrendous and yeah. um yeah i just felt like i needed to do more and help more and um so that's what we're doing on board we partnered with a company called when the music stops um just to open up the conversation and talk and i think that's one of the big things about mental health is just having someone that you can talk to yeah like who cares <clears throat> without judgment and mm -hmm. releasing the shame component and being able yeah, to just be exactly honest about right. where we are. And if you have suicidal thoughts, that's okay. Cause people have them. Yes. It's not abnormal. It's yes. fine. It's fine. Talk <laughs> just have to it. talk about it. Just not go execute on it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I love that. And then I also do a celebration of life on board where we 
um, let people come up and talk about loved ones that they've lost, and then we write note cards and put them on a biodegradable wreath, and then we take that wreath at sunset and throw it overboard, throw it over the ship. Aww. Yeah, because the ocean that. is very uh, powerful and healing and yes. all the things. All the things. <laughs> yeah, I and I know you're very attracted to the ocean as well. I'm a mermaid. Yes, you are. Yeah, <laughs> I love the ocean. I like to be in it. I like to look at it. It's definitely a healing place for me when I'm going through my mental health challenges. I'm always go to Mexico, y'all know. (laughs) And one of the main reasons is because of the the ocean there. Definitely. Being in like the womb of the earth. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I feel so purified. It's, yeah, the ocean is incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. You're incredible yourself. Thank you. So are you. you. When we went to Haiti, thank you. Mm-hmm. When we went to Haiti earlier this year, you did some really amazing things on that island too. Yes, we worked with an organization called Second Mile Haiti. Definitely check them out. Um, they do some incredible things in Haiti. And Haiti has a orphanage epidemic, so they have like three hundred orphanages in the country, and it's very small. Wow! And a lot of kids are malnourished and don't have proper medicine and stuff. And the 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 mother, the family feels like they love their child so much that they can't provide for them. Like they can't get them food. They can't get them medicine that they need. So they actually give them up for adoption. And second mile Haiti is kind of shifting that where they take the family in house them. And then they teach them skills so that they can go earn money to be able to provide for their family. So they don't Uh have to uh, give their child up. Teach a man to fish. Exactly. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay, you guys definitely have to check out these organizations and yeah. support, please. Everybody needs love. They do. And we have so much to give. Mm-hmm. Wow. True that. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> this has yeah. been such an inspiring conversation for me as a as an entrepreneur, as someone with grand vision, um, finding as a Virgo who thinks too much probably, finding <laughs> myself, you know, in different places and the next time I feel like I'm facing great adversity, I'm going to remember that it's really a great opportunity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Every downturn, every negative thing is teaching you something. And then just action. So the the most successful entrepreneurs are the biggest failures mm. and they screw up the most. It's like Michael Jordan missed the most basketball shots in history. He's the biggest loser in basketball history, he's yeah. missed more shots than anyone. Than anyone, because he took <clears throat> you know, more and shots. it's same thing with like Albert Einstein. He failed on hundreds or thousands of experiments. Yes, until he figured it out, like that one. So, it's about just being an entrepreneur and just keep it going and and figuring things out and keep falling on your face and keep tripping and keep like uh, you know doing it. And I think that's that's really what makes a successful entrepreneur. It's not always the smartest people at all. Right. I mean, you look at. Michael Dell and Bill Gates, they were didn't even finish college. Right. You know, so. Yeah, but they persevered. Technically, you might be, we might be more, you know, educated than them, per se, from that regard. And, yeah. like, it's it's crazy. It's more just like, <clears throat> yeah, going for it. Keep going. Not thinking so much. Analysis paralysis. Ooh, that Putting one. Putting yourself out there. Just doing it. <laughs> just going for That's it. That's how this podcast came to be. <laughs> Literally, my old me would have talked myself yeah. Out of it by like, oh, I have to do this. I have to have this perfect. I got to do this before I even start. Yep. 
And mm-hmm. the, the current me, you guys don't, probably didn't see this on camera, but that microphone was taped to the th- thing. And like, I just like got a ring light on Amazon. I was like, all right, this got to go down. Yeah. Period. And now, now we're in studio in Miami. Yeah. Look at us, you know? So you're doing such amazing things thank you. with your podcast. And just, you're, you can tell how like aligned you are with your mission. And it's, it's amazing to see. Thank I'm you. I'm grateful to be a part of it. Oh, I'm so grateful for you, too. Thank you for saying that. God is good. God is good. Hey. So for you guys out there with your mission and your vision, God gave you that vision for a reason. Because it's real. And so you keep taking one step after another, one breath after another. Fall down, get your ass back up. You got this. And you have so much support in your corner. I'm here. (laughs) <laughs> Yay. Jason, it. can you tell everyone where to find you and connect with you? Uh, so at Travel Jason on pretty much everything. Sweet. Instagram, LinkedIn, wow. Facebook. That's a pretty good handle. Yeah. At Travel Got Jason. Early. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Well, you guys make sure you connect with Jason. I hope I get to see you on Groove Cruise, but if you don't got your tickets, then you might not be there. But 2025, <laughs> I'll see you there for sure. Thank you so much to Jason for being here. Thank for, you for all the love that you give in this world. We need you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Awesome. Thank you, Pleasure to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Such an honor. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. And as always, <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for being here. P's and Q's podcast is more than just a podcast. It's a community of conscious beings who are journeying through this life with the intention to love, grow, and shine. So if you're ready to live a life filled with confidence, joy, and purpose, then hit that subscribe button and join us every Monday. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, DM me the word joy on my Instagram at Quinay Foray.